0: You're listening to the Broncos Audio Zone.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us for a special edition of the Neutral Zone. I'm Phil Milani alongside Eric Dalala. And uh, you may hear some ambient noise during this podcast. That's because. We are coming to you right from the Broncos team plane on Sunday afternoon as they get set to head to Oakland for uh, the season opener, Monday Night Football against the Raiders. Uh, Eric, how does it feel to be on the plane? It's pretty shocking
0: they let us on here. You know, we've I know. been asking for years to fly with the team, and finally they said yes. No, it's pretty cool in here. It is cool. That's And that's just a joke. We obviously go with them every week. Uh, space permitting but exactly you know, we're back in the, the player section right now recording waiting for the players to bus here uh from uc health training center they go through the screening process there get on buses buses take them right to the tarmac and get off the buses head right up on the plane some food waiting for them there's a whole menu throughout the flight and then boom you're in san jose this is uh really the only way to travel it does make uh, <laughs> regular commercial flights like when you're when I'm headed back home to the East Coast a lot more difficult. I don't like the <laughs> the riffraff.
1: So uh, w- w- wait, where are you from again on the East Coast?
0: Uh, North Carolina.
1: Oh, so you mean when you're heading back down to the South? Uh, Correct, the south, the, the south and the East Coast. So let's yeah, let's talk more about the travel process. The team gets onto a bus, they get a police escort to DIA. It's
0: pretty cool. When I first uh, started working here. The coolest thing about working here was a police escort. Yeah, the first cool. time you see that, either going to the stadium uh, on game day or coming here to Dia, it's pretty neat to see. Uh, very cool. Everybody has to get the heck out of the way for the Broncos.
1: Exactly. So then they get here at the Dia. Uh, all the staff, like you and me. We're already on the plane. Uh, media partners, KOA, 9 News, already on the plane. Some other marketing people already on the plane. And then the players arrive. What's the this, what's this seating? Where, where are we sitting right now? Describe what's going yeah, on Yeah, we're
0: back in the uh, player section. People, a lot of leg room. People like us, Phil, we kind of sit We sit next to each other. Yeah. The players, they get their own rows. Uh, you're either in a kind of a two-seat section by yourself or they've got two players in a three-seat section so no one's ever next to you mm-hmm. a lot of room to stretch out like we said they got some food waiting for them some gatorade uh, and then as the flight goes on there's a whole meal service exactly you know you could nice. if you were an offensive lineman looking to gain an extra 10 pounds before the game you could do it you on could this do flight. it easily
1: yeah they uh, come around with fruits cheese and crackers i know from experience uh, a whole meal service then some maybe some warm cookies ice cream some very nice ice cream uh, it's a very nice experience. No
0: hummus recently. I used to enjoy that. You
1: used to? I know you love hummus. I do. Yeah. Um, what about drinks? We don't really... A lot of people ask me, oh, can you drink on the plane? No alcohol. No plane, alcohol. No, uh, some
0: some beverages as in yeah, sodas. Trying and to be safe. Energy here. drinks, water. Exactly. Uh, some you know, Gatorades. Coffee with a drop of cream, if that's, that's the I way you it? like coffee to drink your coffee. But no, no alcohol on the plane. Uh it's not the 80s anymore
1: exactly so we're back where the players are in the front of the plane that's where the coaches sit coaches what do you executives. think the coaches do during a, during a flight out to oakland
0: i would guess there's some last minute film prep going on you know trying to yep. figure out especially with antonio brown now being released i mean we recorded a neutral zone two days ago and since then yeah, ab is now on the patriots so maybe uh, some defensive coaches are saying hey how are they gonna? Yeah, how are they gonna adjust without him? Uh, but the game plan is probably set in stone for the most part. So maybe maybe you catch a movie, maybe you catch up on some sleep. Uh, I bet Vic's gonna be grinding.
1: Because they did a bit of a walkthrough this morning at the facility before heading to the plane. So uh, they're always doing some sort of work. They're gonna land in the Bay Area and more meetings tonight.
0: Right. Yep. Police escort so. to the hotel. Kind of go in a side entrance. Uh, there's always tables sitting out that have the room keys on them so you're not checking in at the front desk you know and you go straight to your room and yeah they've got a little bit of free time but then they're meeting again and then next thing you know kind of a curfew bed check and tomorrow monday yeah kick this thing
1: off kick this thing off it's sunday it's tough for fans just sitting around today we were watching some of the games earlier this morning and uh you're like man I want to get this thing started. Uh, it was weird just being at home on a Sunday morning uh, watching football. That's hmm. something that you and I don't really get
0: to do much. A nice about. change though yeah, I do enjoy the the few primetime games we get that are not on Sundays each year. you know the Thursday night game you kind of get the weekend to watch because I don't I don't watch a lot of yeah, exactly. other teams you know we're either at least prepping not live. for our exactly not yeah. pr- we're either prepping for our game or something but you know the Broncos. A lot of teams are going to go home tonight feeling bad about themselves. Broncos are still undefeated.
1: They are still undefeated. And it is sort of an exciting game because we just really don't know what to expect from this team. Uh, So many different, you know, a lot of different players, obviously a whole new coaching staff, new systems. Um, It's going to be exciting to see what this team looks like when they run out there.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, been a long time coming. First team to start training camp. Last yes. team to uh, kick off the regular season, Vic Fangio said uh, Saturday, well, it'll be good to give you guys something to talk about. He was, <laughs> was talking about funny, the media. Huh? Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. Because it is fun for us once we actually have something real
0: to talk about. Of course. Yeah, the the wins and losses. I mean, if the Broncos win tomorrow, maybe you start talking about how does playoff positioning stack up, what's the race for the first overall After seed. First That's what first I like game? to do. Yeah, I don't do that. I like to prognosticate. Yeah, because you know, you're crazy. Exactly what being a, a sports fan or covering sports is all about well you mentioned
1: that it's the second of a double header on monday night football so the broncos will play that thing kicks off 10:15 eastern that's insane
0: and that's where the most people are going to be watching you know and then, that's where the majority of this country's population that's true. is true that
1: is true but they won't land back in denver until about 4 a.m mountain time on tuesday morning and then it's right back to which work. is 6 a.m eastern time exactly but you're right back to work, getting ready for the Bears.
0: And we'll probably go straight from the airport to the facility. I would think. Yes, to do. I usually operate. I do things yeah. like that at normal.
1: So the coaches uh, sitting, and uh, the other VPs sitting up front. Uh, they're in first class. They get to kick their legs out a little bit more. It's and, nice uh, up there. It's we exit the really plane that nice. way. Exactly. Exactly. But we don't sit up. Really there. nice.
0: Maybe someday, Phil. Maybe someday. And I think uh, we're going to talk a little bit more as this podcast goes on about what to expect, maybe, tomorrow night. I think night. so. Uh,
1: why don't we uh, stop this part of the podcast right now from the airplane. We're broadcasting, again, right from the Broncos' plane. We'll pick it back up once the Broncos have arrived at their hotel in the Bay Area. So uh,
0: stay with us. Yeah, don't want to get uh, sitting here where Adam Gotsis is going to sit. I better move. You better move
1: before the guys get here. Shelby Harris is uh,
0: is about to sit here.
1: Although he's got a nice uh, watermelon something here waiting for him. I might take that. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shelby. Yeah. It was him. It was
1: it was Eric. Okay, so we have landed in the Bay Area, taken a uh, police escort to the Broncos team hotel and now we're coming to you from the lobby. Here in the
0: Bay Area. Yeah, I was going to say redacted. Redacted Redacted name of hotel.
1: Yeah, we can't say uh, where we're staying. You can't know where Phil's staying. Security purposes, obviously. Of course. uh, yeah, Getting
0: off that plane, one small step for you. Yes. One giant leap for me because I'm much smaller.
1: You're not that much smaller. You're still...
0: Well, maybe a giant leap for Ben Swanson. There you go. There
1: you go. Um, How was the plane
0: ride? It was nice. Yeah. I watched a movie. Okay. Did a little work.
1: Okay. Oh, oh you the, did work. On that's pretty,
0: I know, kind of an odd right. thing uh, what for did you, you to eat? think about. Uh, a chicken Caesar salad. I had the same. Yeah, very. It was it was pretty, pretty good. tasty. Yeah, it was pretty um, good. You once filled me in. First time I was flying on the plane, I ordered some sort of seafood dish. Yeah. I, you, I said if
1: it swims, I don't eat it when I fly.
0: I think you said fish don't fly.
1: Fish don't Yeah, that's fish. a much better line.
0: Yeah, you were smarter back then.
1: That's a long time ago.
0: So I've kind of uh, okay. tried to adhere to that ever since. I like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, a those flights trip. tend to go by uh, pretty quickly. It's a little more relaxed for us on the way out there compared to on the way back because we're Cause trying we're to working. rush content because I'm not sure how many fans know, but after the game, we fly right back. You know, exactly. the game ends, guys go to the locker room, shower. We do some media for about an hour, and then we're on the bus to the airport and then headed back to Denver. So it's and a quick process. We're grinding.
1: And we're trying to provide content to you, the fans. So Exactly. Uh, Hopefully that you appreciate all the hard work that it takes. Trying to get that to turn victory stuff around speech right away. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. And so, uh, once the team gets to the team hotel first, the guys all go to their rooms, and then uh, for certain players, you go straight to your room. Coaches, uh, coordinators, they have production meetings. Mm. It's kind yeah, of a, you're
0: you're kind of the expert there, huh? Exactly.
1: So the guys uh, go in and they meet with the broadcast crew, and that's a chance for the um, announcers and the producers who are doing the game to get some insight on what they can expect. And usually in those meetings, some private information is shared, and Off there's the sort of a, uh, yeah, there's sort of just an understanding there that uh, you keep this stuff to yourself, but you can have it for some background. So that that's why during the games. There's all kinds of interesting little tidbits that maybe you've never heard before. Those usually get shared in the production meetings.
0: Yeah, uh, just from, from kind of previous experience, maybe hearing a couple of those as we waited for some guys, because you like to interview some of the broadcasters after the production meetings. That's what we do, yep. The information kind of flees, kind of flows a little bit more freely than say a press conference
1: exactly it's a relaxed atmosphere the guy like coach Fangio is usually in there for about 20 minutes or so and just talking about hey here's some of the things we're going to try and do in the game here's like uh where we think maybe we can attack here's a couple of guys I really like and then that way when during the broadcast the announcer can be like hey Steve Levy for example he'll be like hey uh, we met with coach Fangio and he said that he really thought that Philip Lindsay was ready for a really big sophomore season
0: what would Lewis Riddick say
1: I don't know what Louis Riddick's probably in that production meeting uh this is an interesting crew for Monday Night Football yeah of course so Brian Greasy Broncos fans obviously familiar with Steve Levy and Brian Greasy
0: of course they called so, uh, the games on Channel 9 exactly throughout the preseason, pre-season. yeah so. exactly They know a a lot about the Broncos. Exactly. Who knows what they know about the Raiders?
1: Exactly. And, you know, this is a Raiders
0: team that's uh,
1: gone through a lot of changes. Maybe Gruden
0: was pumping them for information.
1: Oh, you think so? Well, I'm assuming that they've already done the uh, production meeting for the Raiders.
0: Right, but that was after they did all this Broncos stuff, right? Oh, that's probably true. For the preseason. That's probably
1: true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, now we're here at the team hotel. uh, The players will go to meetings. You and I can... uh, Partake in some uh,
0: extracurriculars.
1: Extracurriculars here yeah. while we're on the road, and then uh, tomorrow get up and. Uh, it's hard when you're on the road and it's a it's a night game. The, You've days, got the whole day to they kind sort of drag, check. you know. Yeah.
0: It gets. Uh, leave sometime in the afternoon for the stadium. Exactly. And uh, so that morning, you can especially when it's you know big game like a season opener or something. You're, you're just like, sort of Man. waiting all day. Or is it time to go yet?
1: Exactly, and. Uh, this is the Broncos' only road primetime game, so this is the last time that we'll have to do this, where we just sort of wait around
0: all day. So you think the playoff games will be at home?
1: I'm assuming so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, when you're sense. the first overall seed, you play all that's your home true. games at home.
0: Well, but the Super Bowl is kind of like a road game. Well, we'll depending also on where time. that is,
1: it could be in the
0: afternoon. No, the Super Bowl will be in Miami. Miami. That's sorry, I, we already knew that,
1: and it'll be a night game. Yeah, that's true. So, one <laughs> yeah. other. One road. other road. Neutral site.
0: Yeah, exactly. Type of deal. Yeah. I think we'll be able to, we'll figure it out. We'll swim yeah, we'll swimming or something. Yeah,
1: we got some time to figure out that detail. Yeah. When's but, that?
0: February? Uh, February something? First week of February. Yeah,
1: usually that first week of February. So, so.
0: okay. Um, I'll start looking for activities to do in Miami.
1: So now that we're here, it feels like the game is really close now. So,
0: what are your, some Tomorrow of your final even. thoughts
1: here on the, on the game?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, As I was working on an article for denverbroncos.com. That's what you usually do. Burning questions. What are the questions that are going to define tomorrow's game? There's a few things I'm kind of looking at. One is, what does a Raiders offense look like without Antonio Brown? I would think a lot of Josh Jacobs. I think a lot of stuff to the tight ends. Yeah. And then maybe an occasional pass to Tyrell Williams on the outside. But can the really the issue with the Broncos defense the last few years has been stopping tight ends and running backs. And that seems to be the strength of this Raiders offense. So yeah. can they do that? That's one of my big questions.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that that's going to be the big thing. Uh, one of the other things we do when we get to the hotel, we do a hotel report, mm-hmm. had a chance to catch up with Chris Harris Jr., Ooh. who his week obviously changed midweek. Hey, one, you know, at the beginning of the week, you're getting ready for Antonio Brown, one of the best wide receivers in the league. No longer have to do that. But he said, hey, the approach has to stay the same. Whoever I'm going against try to just uh as he likes to say
0: uh strap them up strap them up and it is kind of interesting because when you've I feel like almost when you play one of these big games you get yourself ready because you know how big of a challenge it is and so the Broncos can't afford to let let themselves think like hey this is going to be a cakewalk now no they gotta still be locked in
1: yeah exactly I mean John Gruden is a creative play caller you know he'll be able to get the most out of his team Derek Carr obviously a veteran quarterback so uh you still should expect a big time showdown and i don't think that after the year the broncos had it's not like they're going to just show up and expect to win you know they got to earn that sort of
0: uh, i mean that's i think that's the outside perspective but exactly, as players definitely you, not. i mean you got a lot of new players Yeah, you got guys coming in like think of the rookie class you know exactly they weren't here last year so they don't know that they've got to have the mentality of hey we've got to come in here and earn this exactly so yeah that that's one thing that's interesting another thing to me it's vick's first game as a head coach and so we, yes. we've seen a little bit of situational football with him but how does he manage timeouts down the stretch what does he do if there's some key situations to challenge plays i'm really going find to all see, that out i'm really interested to see how he does how rich Gangrello does calling plays kind of the coaching aspect of it we haven't seen them with live bullets yet
1: and and also like really trying you know, you want to do well in the preseason, but at the same time it's more about seeing how individual players do. Now we're going to get a chance to see them make adjustments. You know, we heard Scangarello say, hey, you can't wait till halftime. you got to make adjustments on the fly. You're going to see them with, like, an actual game plan going in to attack this Raiders team. I have no idea what that's going to look like.
0: Right, and then, then there's some things like how aggressive is Vic going to be on fourth downs, for exactly. example. If it's fourth and five at the Raiders 40 – And that's if we're in the first drive of the game. Is he going to go for it, or is he going to punt it? That's you don't. If I were to bet,
1: I would say no, just because he's a defensive-minded head coach. So I would assume he'd say we're going to win on defense. But you never know. know. You haven't seen it. Those are things we're going to have to find out. Exactly. Um, The other thing we're going to have to find out is if he's going to wear his glasses again. You know, I would say yes. We have seen him.
0: Still a night game. Week two against Chicago during the day. I'm going to guess no glasses.
1: Okay, so you're saying it's just because of nighttime, that's the why lights. he's wearing the glasses.
0: No one's asked about it. No one has asked him about mystery. it. It's so
1: one of the big mysteries heading into this game.
0: Someone asked about with the arm bands on the podium the other day. Yeah, I thought that was a little, almost Odd. like a violation of privacy.
1: Well, you, sometimes you want, you know, it's interesting to see what's going on. And if he's wearing them, I think that it's free game, just like the sweatshirt. He was not wearing the sweatshirt the other day.
0: That's true. What or would you be like? Was what was going of, like, on? What a brand of undershirt are you wearing?
1: Well, You can't really see my undershirt, can you?
0: Not currently. Yeah. But like Hanes. You assume that he's wearing one, right? Yeah. Well, I guess that's a question. Hey, Vic, are you are you wearing but anything? Also, underneath if he's wearing the, the, the band, uh,
1: it's probably because it's like a cause that he thinks about. So, if he's asked about it, that's an opportunity for him to gain some more recognition for the cause.
0: But like if you were a coach And you were on the box And I was like Phil who are you married to That's kind of like a Well, I'm not, Oh because odd. I'm wearing a ring Yeah
1: Oh I see Yeah that is You know Well but you would probably Already know that about me If you were a uh, Researched You know if you would have R. Done your homework yeah, As an R That's true So That's fair enough We do sort of know Some stuff about Vic Fangio's personal life So
0: That's true I did a story on his daughter See Yeah <laughs> Tremendous story. DenverBroncos.com.
1: You, you said that the bans are an invasion of privacy. Meanwhile, you've done an entire feature on his daughter.
0: Approved by Vic Fangio. Got it. Got it. Little different. Correct. Um, another thing interested in for the game is... How's Joe Flacco going to look? That's true. You know, we've seen a little bit of him in the preseason. More than Derek Carr, I think we figured out yesterday. Derek Carr's played six snaps in the yeah. preseason. Not, he hasn't thrown six passes. He has played six snaps. Snaps overall, yeah. Flacco's played more than that. A little bit more. But, you know, he hasn't played, and he never played yeah. an entire half like we used to see during the preseason. Um, and so how good is Joe going to be? Because well, if Joe is a top 15 quarterback, this team is probably in position where they can win 10, 11, yeah. 12 games. They're going to be really mm. good if he can exactly. be what he was that's in 2014.
1: Whenever somebody says, hey, how good do you think the Broncos are going to be? That happens to me all the time
0: because you're just walking through the, the grocery store.
1: What's gonna go, What's happening with the Broncos? That kind of thing, you know?
0: I will and say the, some of that you bring on yourself. I've been in true. situations with you where they're like, I'm what right. do you do? And you're like, I say I, oh, I work, work for the, the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Exactly.
1: You should know who I am already. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. When people but, ask okay. me that,
0: I'm like, oh, I'm a content producer that lives in uh, St. Cloud, Minnesota, and I'm just in for the weekend.
1: Wrong. I'm not a liar. I'm an open book. Anyway, I always say, hey, it's just going to depend on how Joe Flacco does. Why are you because, whispering? What well, What if he's walking around the corner here? That's you true. Just have well, no I idea. think he
0: would probably agree with your assessment.
1: Exactly. And uh, hopefully you're enjoying some of the ambiance, some of the noise in the background. That's just to show you, hey we really took the neutral zone on the road this week
0: we did yeah this
1: is the first time correct me if i'm wrong that we've done the neutral zone on location
0: it's almost like we're not in the neutral zone right exactly like on the opposing yeah
1: exactly anyway i always say hey it depends on what joe flacco does and then if he's healthy and which i i think he's really healthy right now and i also think that he's got chip on his shoulder he's playing with sort of a purpose to say hey but what what happened in Baltimore, you guys are gonna be missing out
0: on me. I think Lisa Salters from the ESPN yeah. Monday Night Broadcast said that a few weeks ago when the Broncos played the Niners. She said, for whatever reason, I can't really recall why she had a connection to Baltimore. She lives in Baltimore. Okay, so so she done was. some games or like has been around Flacco and she said, This guy's different. Exactly. This guy's different. See, like, he's in the facility. In. He's kinda had this like quiet, focused demeanor. If he goes out Now listen, it wouldn't surprise me if Things are a little sluggish tomorrow, just because it's the first game back. Hasn't people played are much still together. Some kinks out. Exactly. They're going to play conservatively because you don't want to like turn the ball over on the road. But it also wouldn't surprise me if if Flacco comes out and throws three touchdowns and is like, especially today after the way that Lamar, Lamar Jackson played. Exactly. In Baltimore, Had and some a nice people are saying, there. "Hey, Baltimore is fine without Joe." Wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and he's like, "Hey, something I'm still I'm still here too."
1: Yeah, he still something to prove, and that's the beauty of uh, opening day is that never quite know what's going to happen here all, all throughout the league we're watching scores on Sundays hey what is, how does this team look how does that look I'm not going to know for a couple of weeks here really what this team is all about
0: yeah that that happens every year right like something happens in week one and you're like oh this is who this team is and then week two they come out and they lay an egg yeah exactly and then week three or four you kind of figure out okay well this is who this team is and that's especially yeah. important for the Broncos because the last few years they've started two and zero. Exactly, And they haven't been able to sustain it. And so you know, I'm, I'm not going to form a finalized view of this team until a few weeks down the road. Exactly.
1: Hold off your reviews, but we're very interested to see how this team looks, how it's going to perform. First time on the road for opening day in a long time. So,
0: yeah. I mean, all that said, tomorrow is a must-win game.
1: I agree. I agree. Division opponent and, a, and really the division opponent that you are favored against you know they're, yeah I they are favored against yeah and they Another just, two lost, division they just opponents. lost
0: antonio brown who yeah. you know is a big distraction for them they're still going to be adjusting to their offense got a lot of young players you've probably got the veteran team yes and if you want to win nine ten eleven games in challenge this is the type of game that you I mean, everyone, win mean everyone Everyone kind of assumes, hey, the Chiefs are going to, or the Chiefs or Chargers are going to win the division. But that's not how this you team never is know. approaching it. Yeah, you never know. And so the first goal is to win the division. And to do that, you got to beat divisional opponents. Yes. And uh, even if that doesn't pan out, to put yourself in position for the wild card, nine games is the minimum. Got to win and these And so this type is of one games. of the ones that, like, you, you cannot give it up. Yes. You got to win these kind of games. Tuesday morning, if they lose, I'm going to find a path regardless. Exactly. That's what you do. That's what I do. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think that that's what I would say is it's a must-win game, but if they lose, it's not really like it. the season's over. But you would have some concerns about just, hey, what kind of things do they need to get corrected and corrected in a hurry?
0: I think you go from saying, like, hey, this team is ready right now to compete for the playoffs or to take care. That's the thing is good teams take care of teams they should take care of. Yeah, exactly. And this, to me, feels like a game you should take Take care care of. of.
1: So I guess – Maybe must win isn't the right word, but um, crucial or sort of a... It sets the tone. Exactly, exactly. So I wouldn't say must win, but it's when we talk about it, must win.
0: Right. When coaches well, talk, I mean, just, not actually d- d- must win. I don't want to go too far ahead here, but just think of about how the season feels different based on if you win tomorrow and then next yeah. week upset Chicago at home. Which, exactly. Which you Very feel doable. like you've got a good chance. Yeah, The way exactly. Trubisky played the way that Vic can uh, put together a defense. So imagine how you feel as a fan 2 and 0 versus if it slips away tomorrow and then next yep. week Chicago's got a completely different feel. You know, exactly. it's just so night and day. Hot
1: start is really important for this team and of you course. Can build some confidence and feel good about yourself and really the way I look at tomorrow is like it's a brand new beginning for the Broncos. New Ooh. coaching staff, new quarterback. What's happened the past couple of years way in the past. You got a prediction? I I think I got a prediction. I would say the Broncos win. I think that they're going to score probably about 28 points. Okay. And I think the defense will hold the Raiders to 13 points. I say 28-13 Broncos.
0: I want to say 26. Way different than mine. 26-16. Oh, okay.
1: Broncos. 10-point victory on the road. I, I think like
0: there's it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of field goals. Maybe, let's say, 26-17. 17, 17. okay. But I think the Broncos kick some field goals, you know, score a couple touchdowns when they need to, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of time, especially late in the game, where you're like, "This is the Broncos are in trouble here, or this is in danger, you know?
1: Yeah, and the defense is going to keep them in it at least all the way until the end. Of course. I think that that's what's going to happen, so. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you've enjoyed this uh, podcast. We've taken you on the road, kind of showed you what this uh, what a road trip looks like for the Broncos. We were on the team plane, and now we're at the team hotel. And uh, all that's left to do now is go play the game. So uh, it's time for football. It's time for football.
0: Next it's time, exciting. Next time, people hear from us here on the neutral zone, the Broncos After will the hopefully game, be one and zero.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we can. Uh, Get some reaction and uh, pro- provide a podcast maybe Tuesday, Wednesday morning, maybe. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll,
0: so, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all it's right, been that's a pleasure, gonna, Phil.
1: It's been a true pleasure.
0: The final time we do this on the road, maybe. But maybe not.
1: Maybe not. You never really know. That's true. You never really know. If we win, we are doing it every week. Let us know if you like it. Because if you like this road podcast, maybe it's something we can
0: continue to do. Yeah. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Phil Milani. At Eric Dalila with an A, with an A, kind of odd, yeah. And then find this podcast, Stitcher, Stitcher, iTunes, Tune in. Tune in.
1: download, download it, and it then play the it on Spotify. Exactly. You can really listen whenever you want to. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. Well, this has been a joy bringing it to you. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Let us know. And I think that's unless you have anything else to say.
0: No, I think a, a condensed shout-outs. We don't need the shout-outs yeah, we don't on, need the on shout-outs. a special edition. Yeah, I don't think Swanson would any. ruin it. He's. I
1: think Swanson's by the pool here. I think yeah. he's uh, enjoying some some of that California
0: sunshine. The small man boy could use a tan. Exactly, he needs a little bit of a tan. Yeah, he needs some work. So, sure. uh Just, but it's it is refreshing to see him. I think he's got like a little mojito or something. He's and got a, what? His, a, mojito. a mojito. Wow. And then his sketch pad. Yeah, it's kind of a nice. He didn't size.
1: bring. That's the thing. If you're an A, when you go on the road, you can't bring your huge easel.
0: Right. You can't bring all the paints. It's funny that's called an easel. Yeah, because it's, it's not very easy to yeah, travel hard.
1: with. Can't bring the huge canvases. No. So he's just got the sketch pad here. But yeah. he, uh, he's just relaxed and sketching. And uh, I'm happy for him.
0: We all make things work. Exactly.
1: And since we're in a different community, guys won't,
0: guys are just going to play football, I think, here. Yeah, They'll no community the events community. tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Kind of a shame. So it is. Maybe Liz Manish should travel. Yeah.
1: See, when we went to Canton for the uh, Hall of Fame game, they dedicated a bench in the community. There. That's true. Uh, Longer
0: uh, period of time exactly. than we were there.
1: Exactly. Uh, only time to play football. I did
0: room. hear from a source in the building that Liz Manis was upset that uh, intern Emily was featured on the podcast before her.
1: Which Emily's
0: in. digital she works media. with us. Well, that's true. Yeah. But we should just like extend the neutral zone's sure. apologies and sympathies so. to Liz Manis. Still a, a valued member that, huh? of the. Yes. Wow cafeteria well, source to
1: get on maybe if she wants to come on she should ask
0: exactly yeah there's no no shame in asking exactly exactly we're not mind readers here at the neutral Zone. exactly exactly gosh
1: well i think we're bothering everybody here in the lobby so, so uh, i hope so yeah exactly let's uh, wrap this thing up uh, for eric Dalala, i'm phil Milani you've been listening to the, the neutral, neutral zone, zone.